FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. I got to find something to smack. What do you mean you have to find something to smack? Like I, brought the, I brought this for you. Would it, let me see that. This is a flogger, on, Monica. Oh, it is. Hold on. Okay, so. Oh, this is beautiful. Isn't that pretty? So it's leather and fur. And look at the color. Hot pink. Of course, of course right? Yeah. So come here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Come here. Do not hurt me. Hold on. That's not. You just broke spanking 101 rules. Are we recording? Yes. I'm Sean Lee. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording. So that my, <laughs> my abuse is now um, documented. <laughs> I'm still Sean Lee. I'm Monica. And we are the Two Wild Orchids, <laughs> the place you come for sex and fun. And today I'm the dominatrix. <laughs> my thigh is stinging. Bend over, baby. <laughs> Don't you wish. <laughs> I brought this just for us to play with. Okay. All right. Let me see that. Come thing. on now. All right. It's really It just cool. makes a lot of noise. It didn't hurt. You stop it. It didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my idea of hurt and your idea of hurt might be different things. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is I got to work you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So guess what we're talking about today? Spanking. <laughs> <laughs> Power exchange. And that. Yes, of course. All right. You went to Spanking 101. So I went to a Spanking 101 class. And what'd you learn? Well, actually, it wasn't really a class because I didn't get involved. It was like a demonstration. And what'd you learn? Oh, my God. I learned so much. You learned that I did it wrong just now? (laughs) Yeah. That I'm a shitty dom and I did it wrong? (laughs) There's there's certain things. So spanking, I would say, well, one of the most important things is always start light and easy. That was light. That (laughs) was... Okay, so then I'm going to go to the second thing, which is ask your partner what their limitations are <laughs> first. <laughs> so rule one and two. We're broken. I'm now Monica. officially even broken. Okay, dude, so what's your safe word? I don't know. We haven't, we haven't figured it we out. We haven't established that. No. So you're right. I broke a lot of rules. <laughs> Let's play again. Come here. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you're curious about spanking, um, yeah, I learned a lot in this class. So, um, it was really, really interesting. It was a couple, they were, um, up in the front of this space and basically, um, she kind of just got over his knee. Okay. So wait, what made you go to it? Let's back up. What made oh, you go well, to it? Okay. So I've just been very curious about spanking. As, and then she bitches when I do it. As you know, I have a virgin bottom. <laughs> It's very exciting. Um, Not anymore. I got this, you guys. <laughs> that got was it. my leg. Don't worry. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, you know, I've just always been curious about it. And I have a friend who called me and he said, oh, there's going to be this um, spanking thing. So do you want to go? And I was spanking like, Spanking yes. 101. Spanking 101. So, so yeah. So fast forward. So, you know, it's like probably, I don't know, probably like 30 people. Or, I was going to say how many people. There's a few people. It's a good amount. And then this couple who very... Um, generously offered <laughs> their their knowledge and whatever the experiences um he is an experienced dom mm-hmm. and this woman is his partner mm-hmm. and his sub so um basically yeah she kind of bare bottom like leans over his lap like you would if you were a child so wait so was she wearing a skirt or we need more information skirt or pants she you know she was wearing a dress or oh, a dress and did he pull her dress up she he's very slowly 
So she leans over and he's talking to us. So you can imagine like this w- grown woman, like laying over this guy's lap with her dress on, no panties, okay. which he totally made fun of her for because he offered, because it's her first time in front of people. Okay. So she was really apparently very nervous. So, but she didn't have panties on, which of course he was like, she's such a dirty little girl. <laughs> Isn't she? <laughs> to, to everyone, you know, so we all started laughing. It was funny. But while he's talking to us, He's just very gently kind of rubbing circles with his hand on her rear end. Kind right? of preparing her. Yes. And this is something that he was very clear about. Like, it's very important with spanking. It's not always just about the spank. <laughs> it's not just about Got the, it. <laughs> it's not about the slap. It, there are other sensations that are very enjoyable. Okay. And a lot of it is like the anticipation of. So you can use your nails and scratch. You can use tools. He had a whole array of, you know, different, like you have your flogger. You know, he, he didn't really get into that so much, but he was really. I had of, other things I could bring, but I thought that would be nice for you. It has pink, <laughs> it has pink fur on it's it. It's very pretty. And so I thought, okay, let's start her off easy. <laughs> and then she turns into a baby. Ouch. Wow, maybe I'm a baby. I don't know. I do know, though, that, you know, as we start to get sexually aroused, our pain tolerance goes up. Yes. So, you know, I think that's partly why you're supposed to kind of ease in, you know. And he said, so start out by rubbing because okay. it's foreplay. Okay. So rub, rub around. And um, <clears throat> he said that it's highly customizable. Thinking is highly customizable. Okay. I just want to pause there. Right. Highly customized. That sounds like an advertisement. You too can spank in a highly customizable way. Yes. And he said there are bottoms that don't like pain and there are bottoms that do like pain. Okay. So for definition purposes, people who allow someone else to impact play them, let's say that, yeah. to hit them, those are bottoms. Right. But, and people who do it are tops. Right. Okay. Just but wanna... I think he might have just been talking about bottoms, like butts in general. Oh, butts in general. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. no. I don't. Actually, I don't know. That's Maybe a good he point. Was, but he might have just been talking about. So there's some the... tushies that like pain and some tushies that don't. Exactly. Okay. I may not. I may be a no pain tushie. I don't know. But he we'll also said. I got plans. So the other thing he said, which is. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing he said, which is really interesting, is nowhere to spank. Like the kidney area, stay away from any kind of bony areas like the spine and stuff like that. You don't, you don't want to touch those areas. For sure. And he said, give somebody a wedgie and the areas are, that are exposed from the wedgie are the safe zones. What a, what a great visual. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So yeah, when you pull the underwear up, boom, whatever's covered. Oh, that's a great visual. Yeah. And she didn't wear panties? She did not wear panties. <laughs> and she had a beautiful rear end, like a big, nice juicy butt. I have a theory that when you get spanked a lot, you don't have any cheese on your butt. Oh, really? That's my theory. Maybe the blood flow. Well, I think so. And also think about, so like, you know, the, um, okay. So, you know, Sean Lee's cure for cellulite. There you go. (laughs) Okay. You know that woman who does the fascia blaster? Yeah. Okay. So the whole point of the fascia blaster is, you know, you rub and you rub and you rub and you break up the fascia. Mm -hmm. So I have this theory that when you're getting spanked, you're breaking up that fascia that would be on your butt. (laughs) So now you don't have any cheese on your butt. This is what you would call, uh, a bonus. Um, yeah, yeah, bonus package. A bonus Hashtag package. bonus package. Yes. That's right. That's funny. Um, so, yeah. Now, so- all of a sudden, Monica's like, what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> well, I actually really like to have my butt, like, rubbed. Right. I like it to be rubbed and caressed. That's huge foreplay for me. Me too, actually. You know, if I'm laying there and we're just talking and you're slowly, like, rubbing circles on my, my butt and my thighs, like, I'm starting to get turned on. Do you just like your keep- butt bitten? 
you know, I don't know. I like my butt. No, I like you to nibble on my butt. And oh, I don't know. I here. don't think I've ever had my butt nibbled. God damn it. Oh, There's just another thing, thing I got to put on my list. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, have, have him right, like, rub and bite your back and work his way down and bite your butt. That's hot. Ooh. Most so, men don't turn you over on your stomach and work on your backside. Well, and here's what I also find, and this has happened a few times, and especially lately. I don't know why. I think that uh, the, this guy saying always start light and easy and start with foreplay is so important. Like, please pay attention, dudes, because what I don't like is when we're having sex and suddenly out of nowhere comes the slap. Right. I don't like that. I don't. Well, wait a minute. Let's pause there because okay. I mean, if he's banging you hard from behind and he smacks your ass, you don't like that. No, I don't. Uh, okay. Just a sudden slap out of nowhere. I would rather, I would, now maybe it's different for somebody else, but I would rather, and also just like one slap. Because <laughs> 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 you're kind of like, well, we're, you're waiting for the next, next one. one. Yeah. I, I just feel like you're an amateur. Like, if you're <laughs> going to spank someone, you know, it's kind of like you said on the last, or I think it was the last show when you talked about, or maybe the show before that about eating pussy. Like if you're going to do it, do it, fucking do it. Read everything you can. Go to town, read, yep. learn, you know, educate yourself and then go into it with gusto. A hundred percent. Do not fuck me from behind and give me this little sissy freaking pat, stupid slap. That I literally, like if you're going to fucking slap me, slap me. Porn's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag porn's not real, guys. Right. I don't know if you know that. So, okay, but I want to talk for just a second. I just, because I'm totally in with what you do, but I want to be clear because I, I did a little research, even okay. though oh, even good. though I've been spanked, okay. I did a little research and I want to kind of address gender roles. Okay. Because there is this theory that it's always the women who get spanked. Oh, yeah. Okay. But there are a lot of men who want to be spanked as well. There are. There are. Stop it. That's what the research said. Interesting. Okay. And so that's why when you said spanking... <laughs> I want to talk about like power dynamics, right? Okay. Because I think that when people, you and I've talked about this before, when people are really dominant in their everyday life, mm -hmm. it makes them somewhat really submissive outside of, or sorry, inside the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Okay. But by the same token, there are men who are powerful men. I like, I have this theory and okay, I want to be clear because I don't want to get sued. This is a Shawnee theory with no evidence. Okay. Okay. But I swear, I think Steve Jobs was probably a sub. He was, I'm serious. He was such a powerful man. He was such a driven man. He was such a focused man that my theory is that in the bedroom, he had to be like a submissive because it, it gave him that chance to just release and let go. Yeah. And not be in control. And not be in and control and not have to make any decisions. And did not you, um, did you watch that show Bonding? I did watch that show Bonding. It's oh been God. a minute, but I've watched it. It was really funny. I highly recommend. It. I think it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. But yeah. It seemed like you know the the men who are like powerful and mm -hmm. you know they want to be like there was like the guy that wanted to be like a baby. Right. I have a, <laughs> I have a friend who is a switch. Uh huh. Which, which means is, sometimes right. she's submissive and sometimes she's dominant. Yes. And which most people are. Oh really? Yeah. I, I think statistically speaking, and I I could be wrong, but I would I I am almost hundred percent sure that most people our switches. They, they flip. They flip. And I think, I think there's probably, I don't know about the statistic, but I know that I think it depends on who they're with. Yes. Right. For sure. Like I know when I'm with women, I'm super dominant. Oh. And, but with um, like my longtime partner, I'm, I'm super submissive with him in the bedroom. Oh, but with my lot with both women, I'm like, let's do this. I have yet to find my dommy side. You know, that's, I was the one who hit you. <laughs> yes, okay. I did. I did actually notice. I did notice that. Okay, but but what I was saying was, is I have a friend who's a switch, and she, with men she's super submissive, 
but there's this one guy who's the CEO of this Fortune 100 company. Uh huh. And she'll tell me, we're going to call him Tom. I'm going to beat Tom tonight. <laughs> Did like, you say meet or beat? Beat. Oh, beat. Right? She's like, I can't. She's like, I can't have dinner with you. I got to go beat Tom tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Like, okay. And I went with her one time. Yeah. And she beats the shit out of him. There's no layering. There's no wow. easy. It's getting naked on your hands and knees, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And he's in. Yeah. You know, and so uh, that's their relationship. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching it the first time going, Whoa, ouch. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but, but he is a, like I said, he's a CEO of a Fortune 100 company. So that's kind of what their thing is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny because, you know, we did that clothed female nude male party. And, you know, I don't know what the men did there. I don't know if they were powerful men outside of that space. You know, yeah, that's a good question. I, have no that's, idea. I don't know. I don't know that either. But one of the things that um, that I want to address is is if you're a guy and you want your partner to spank you, that's a hundred percent okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be in a safe space with your partner that you can ask for those things. But you know, I think more and more things that are coming to light that were once taboo, like pegging. Yeah, which is where a man gets fucked in the ass by his lover, mm-hmm. whether it's with a dildo or a piece of ginger or whatever. Okay. <laughs> God, and I feel actually, like that could hurt. Ginger is called figging. It is, or it is painful. It's actually what? a thing. It's called figging. You stop. I'm I learning so to much today. Okay. So, and I, I read about it. I've never had it done, thank God. But you, um, you like peel the ginger yes. and you put it in their ass and it's a, it's in, in the BDSM world, it's often used as a punishment because it burns. Really? It's called figging. Yes. But pegging is when you get fucked in the ass and you're a man. Okay. okay. Well, that I knew. Right. So I just think that there's a lot of things that, that maybe men crave and desire that maybe they're afraid to ask for. Mm-hmm. And so it's that power exchange, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so if they're, you know, like the Tom, right? The, the friend of mine that, that he plays with, he's married to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the wife knows that, that mm-hmm. this is their thing. But um, the point is, is that he found a way to have that need met but it wasn't through his partner. Yeah. So we just did that it's poly nice that show. She's open to it. Yeah, exactly. But we, you know, we just did that poly show and we talked about how much there is to cover. Um, and maybe that's one of the ways your needs get met too, is if mm-hmm. that's you have what you have with someone else. Yeah, for so sure. I just want to give guys permission to want that and be okay with that. You okay. don't have to be the spanker. You guys have permission from Sean Lee. To You're get, welcome. To get your asses spanked. Get them beat. <laughs> right? But because a lot of guys have this thing, this was in the research that they want to spank, like like the other side of that coin is the guys who want to spank. Yes, but they have that nice guy syndrome about violence against women. Every guy that has ever it's happened maybe like three times that a guy has just kind of slapped my butt, and it's always like really lame, right? You know, but I hit her with a flogger and she complains. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I want pain, but you know, and again, it should be talked about, right? To be honest with you, like if you want to spank your partner, I think it's just a good idea to sit down either beforehand or at some point and maybe say, Hey, do you like this? Do you want me to do this? Have you considered it? But I also think it's super important to, I, of of all the things that I took away from that demonstration was that he could not stress enough was light and easy, start light and easy and build up and check in. Yes. And I thought, Oh, that's so cool because you know, I've had a slap here or there, but like, I've never had a partner say, do you want more? Do you want less? Like, cause I would have said, keep going, keep going, 
you know, or maybe rub my ass in between, right? Like right. how awesome does that feel when you so have a good. slap and then someone rubs on it? I can tell you for sure it feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels really good. Right. So like I, you know, I wish my partner had communicated a little bit better with me and, mm -hmm. but he just didn't know. Right. You know, he just did this little half-ass pussy slap. Right. Oh, so that's a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And by the way, titty spanking is a thing. It is a thing. I don't enjoy it, but it is a thing. You don't enjoy Oh, someone's titty slapped you. Of course. Okay, What's my whatever. Name? I don't. Okay. I, I don't really have a lot of titty, so I can't imagine them being slapped. It doesn't. I don't think I would like that. I don't like it. It's not is my Is it thing. like demean? It's a little more. It's just not as, and maybe because I have implants. Oh, uh, it, yeah. It's not as, it's not as, you know, I don't know. If I were natural, I might feel different, but because mm. I have implants, I'm like, don't do that. Don't fuck up my implants. Interesting. And so that's another thing, right? Know your partner. Yeah. You know, know what they like and what they don't like. Ask questions. So in that research I did, okay, and you're going to love this because it's a statistic. Are you ready? Yes. I love statistics. I know. I know you do this. I was like, I was like, let me break this down. 86% of couples, 86% of couples are interested in some type of kinky sex. There was a study mm -hmm. done with 70,000 couples. It was the largest sex study of BDSM that would have ever been done. I forget the name of it, but 86% of couples are interested in kinky sex. Mm -hmm. And so in the research I did, it was like, the question was why? Okay. Right? Why, what makes you want to do this? What, what, what happens when you get spanked? Because there's this, mm. there's the, there's the idea that if you were spanked as a kid, you wanted as an adult, or if you weren't spanked as a kid, you wanted as an adult and whatever it is, the bottom line is, there's some there's some kink there and there's some fun to it. Yes, and there's a lot of research. They don't really know why. They they say too. Sometimes it could be like because of the anim our animal instincts, right? When animals have sex, it's from behind. That primal thing that Monica yep. likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, okay, so anyway, one of the things I thought was interesting that came out of all of it was that one of the reasons spanking is so pleasurable is because when you're spanking someone's bottom, you're actually sending blood flow to your genitals. Oh, interesting. And I never thought about that transference. Hmm. But but it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Cause yeah. Because everything's going to swell in that area. Yep. And so you're, you're increasing the blood flow in that area, and then that's also hitting your genitals, which is, you know, you're getting those endorphins, and you get high on the endorphins. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from experience that if spanking is done well, you can have an orgasm when somebody's spanking I've you. heard of this before. I mean, I actually have a girlfriend that, that comes that way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We should have, we should have them on the show. We should have them on the show because mm -hmm. it's, it's it, the power exchange of it. Mm -hmm. it what, here's what I think. I think that if you can establish a power exchange relationship in your bedroom, it will help with the rest of your life. Mm. And that doesn't mean that somebody who's in charge in the bedroom is in charge outside the bedroom. That's right. not what I mean. But I think the reason that, and, and you know, you and I have both gone to counseling before, mm -hmm. um, power exchanges in, or sorry, power struggles in relationships are really common. Oh gosh. I mean, I would say that it's 90% of, you know, the cause of problems, you know, you just lock horns on things and, and everybody digs their heels somebody in. Somebody wants to be in control. Right. And I the, want what I want. And there's no discussion of who's going to be in control. Yes. And at least if you're in the bedroom and you have that discussion of power exchange, when you get out of the bedroom, it can transfer. And I'm not again saying that that person should be in charge, but now you can have a conversation that says, hey, when we're in the bedroom, I'm in, you're totally in charge. Like, But here's the thing, isn't it like though the, the if we're talking tops and bottoms or submissives and, and dominance, you know, the dominant is in charge, but not really. Like the sub is really in charge, right? right, right. So it goes back to like the show we did with uh, Dr. Uh, Corey, Corey okay. when he was talking about, you know, it's not about the captain. It's about, you the know. co-captains. Uh, right. And he called it a first lieutenant. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was first lieutenant like, or first mate. 
something, <laughs> a partner. That's the translation. One of the things Dr. Corey said was he talked about the co the co co-captaining, we'll call it for that, yes, okay, okay, whatever he language he used. But the idea that, remember we had the conversation with him about um, playing to your strengths. Like mm -hmm. I talked about the fact that his wife is an accountant, so she should be in charge of the money. Right. Right. So, so the same thing is true, I think, in the bedroom is if you at least have the, and that's where I was kind of going, is if you have the dialogue of, okay, I'm going to be the spanker tonight and you're going to be the spanky, then when you're out in your real world, in your relationship, you're like, okay, I'm going to be the one who manages the money mm -hmm. and I'm going to talk to about you, with you about the budget or, and I think, or whatever. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is opening up those dialogues and having conversation about, it's just, it's just healthy in general. Right. To, to be able to communicate on that level and relinquish control here and there. So I'm so glad you said that. That's a perfect lead-in for what I'm going to say <laughs> okay. next. Okay. Because one of the things, and we've talked about this before, about subspace, about going into that space in your body and letting go mm -hmm. of control, right, mm -hmm. is what happens to the person who is the spanky, right? Okay. A lot of times they can, and, and I know this is true particularly um, of me and of, of several people I know, is that giving up of control allows you to have whatever release it is. And I think you should absolutely communicate with your partner what you want that day. But let's say you've had a really hard week and that will, you know, I always think of it like a reset. You know, if you want to cry, if you want to scream, if you want to let go, that gives you this really safe space to do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, research shows that, that for people who have done that and allow themselves to go to that space and let go of whatever it is they have to let go, the after effect of that is very peaceful because mm -hmm. it, it lets out all of those pent up emotions. We carry, women particularly, carry so much stress in our hips. Mm. I really think that's when people get so many hip replacements. Interesting. Is because we carry so much stress, emotional stress in our hips. Hmm. And so like in yoga, they'll talk about, um, which they should have, like this is the shit they should tell you before you do yoga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in yoga one day. I did a hip opener and I start sobbing in yoga. Just, oh, really? Just uncontrollably crying. No idea why. Interesting. And so the, the yoga teacher walks by, she hands me a Kleenex, doesn't say a word to me. But later she said, are you okay? I said, yeah. She said, that happens sometimes. I'm like, that's important information to have shared. <laughs> okay. If somebody's going to cry in yoga, they should tell you. Mm -hmm. But the same thing is true in spanking, right? Is that it's in that same area where if you get an opportunity to just release some of that pent up stuff, mm -hmm. right? Then you For can sure. scream and cry. And well, and, and, on, and kind of piggybacking off of that, you know, there are different reasons for giving a spanking. Tell me more, Monica. Because that was one of the other things that this guy had mentioned too. You know, there's, there's a difference between a spanking for punishment and a spanking that's just for fun. For punishment. Punishment, yes. Right? Right. Like there's a difference between those two things. And, you know, if, if for some of the people who aren't spankers, like if this is a new thing for you, then maybe do some reading about that and just stick with like the 101 basics. But, you know, if you are a dom in, in a relationship, I think being able to read your partner and know where your partner is in, in terms of what kind of spanking they're going to receive, you know? Right. So I think that the role play lets you be naughty. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. you, I think, I think, I think, because um, you were telling a, a really fun story that I want that I'd love for you to share about how you can really get into that role-playing naughty thing. He lo he loves to spank, obviously, mm -hmm. and she loves to be spanked. Even though I think she would probably, I, I think there are times when she says, "No, I don't want to be spanked," but she really does. That's part. That's part of the role play. That's part of the role play. Yes, and so he will build anticipation in terms of, you know, like he'll basically give her a choice. Like she'll do something 
like she'll be late, let's say. Okay. She's late. And so then she'll have a punishment. Quote unquote. Right. Right. <laughs> but the punishment, and he'll give her maybe a choice between two things. Like you, we're gonna, you're going to have a spanking or, you know, you're going to have to wear this butt plug at dinner tonight <laughs> or whatever. And all of that anticipation and, you know. I can see where that would be really hot. I don't, you know, there's a lot to it. There's a, a big psychological factor. There's such a mind fuck there. It's huge. And I am just starting to understand, you know, all of the psychological bits that go into spanking and that relationship that they have. They really understand I me. Mean, they've been doing it a long time. Right. So, but anyway, very I think, interesting. I think that, I think, I, I think I, and I told you this, but remember um, the one guy who had me handing him my panties across the table. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we yeah, were, we were I out, we were, Yeah, we were out to dinner, and he told me to take my panties off, and we did not have tablecloths, and, and I remember the feeling of them hitting the floor and around my ankles and trying to grab them before anyone saw them, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, I got them balled up in my hand, and I'm reaching under the table, he's no, over the table, and I go over the table, and he grabs them with two fingers. Oh, God. And I just remember going, and I was so turned on. <laughs> Holy fuck balls, Batman. And then we, we go out to the truck and he goes down on me right there. And I was mm. like, it was so hot. It was super hot. It was super hot. But it was because of all that mind fuck to get there. The mind fuck, yeah. Right? Which is what you're describing. Right. You can either wear a butt plug yes. or I can spank you before dinner. Yeah, he'll put blindfolds on her and, and she doesn't know where she's going. Oh. And he won't tell her. There's so much trust there. I think that's, oh, important. Yes. I think that's important to say. That, that you can't mm -hmm. just do this with like... Don't go out on a no. date Saturday night and blindfold her. This is a bad idea. You'll go. Okay. No, you have to, you know, and I think that's a really important thing to say because, you know, you really do need to understand the boundaries of your partner. You know, I think you have to check in with your partner and, you know, me, obviously they have a long-term relationship and, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, you know, they've explored together and, and grown together. So that's really you know, that's, that's obviously given them a big foundation. So, right. but yeah, if you're just starting out, you know, you might go slow, <laughs> go slowly. And there's so much information. There is so much information, not only in podcasts, but also, you know, um, on the, on the worldwide web. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's, there's, you know, one of the things that I, we talked about this when we very first did that, um, I think it was the CFNM show. When we talked about how the, uh, the, the kink world could tell, could really show the rest of the world how to behave because mm -hmm. consent is so important. Do you know there's um, a statistic, and I, I didn't research it before we got here, but it's an extremely high percentage of relationships that are the BDSM relationships have a much higher success rate like that. Mm -hmm. They last longer. Mm -hmm. They're happier. Yes. You know, and, and it has nothing, I don't think it has really anything to do with the, the BDSM part of it with the exception of the psychological part. Right. And you're, you have to trust one another on a level that you, and you have to commute, you have to learn to communicate yes. and really express what you want and what you don't want. There's, you know, I mean, it's just so important. You can't have that kind of relationship without having that kind of communication. So I, I, I don't know the stat either, but mm -hmm. I know that it's the same for swingers, by the way. Okay. Is that, the, that not maybe the same numbers, but the percentage of successful relationships is higher. Mm -hmm. But I think in actually, in my mind, it feels like the BDSM world would be even higher than that because there's an understanding. I'm in charge. You're not in charge in this moment. Right. Or you're in charge and I'm not, whatever it is. Right. But, but going back to what we talked about with most couples having that, that power struggle, yes. right? At least in, you know, when I interviewed Madam A, um, 
it was, and I'll link all these shows in, in our show notes. One of the things she said that, and to put in perspective, she's significantly younger than me, but she changed my life with this one statement. And she said, I don't see why I have to compromise in my relationship. Mm. And that was so powerful to me because I think that that's what most couples do is they spend a lot of time compromising, trying to make it happy. And, and that blah, blah. creates so, so much, much stress. Contempt. Yeah. You, know, you do become contemptuous of, of your partner if you're having to constantly feel like you're, you know. Tiptoeing. Yes. Right. For sure. Right. But she, say, she said that. And, and from that moment on, it really made so much difference in the way that I handle my relationships because I thought, you know what? She's right. Mm. If it's not working for you, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, so the relationship that she has with her slave is a very um, impactful, and I mean that in the terms of, of, of um, physical impact. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they have a very high level of impact between them, and he's blissfully happy being mm-hmm. her slave, and she's blissfully happy being his. And they've been together a long they've time. They've been together several years, and that makes them happy to have that. He doesn't want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. She does. And so it just works for them. And I think it's because of exactly what you said. There's that communication. This is how we're doing this relationship. Mm-hmm. And they have, a, they have a contract. And most people, I think, they have a marriage contract. But you never notice the marriage contract doesn't tell you how the, mar- the rules of the marriage. <laughs> I mean, it says, dude, well, I've never been married. So, <laughs> but, but even like, and like a relationship contract, you know, um, the, when my son was older and he lived with us as an adult, I had him sign a contract of what the expectations were to live in our house. Mm. You have to pay rent. You have to do these things these, because you're a grown up. And I just think that maybe if people did that with their relationships, these are the rules of how we are going to operate. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. You know, I'm going to spank you every Wednesday, <laughs> whether you need it or not. Oh, I don't know. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think it's very interesting. And I think that certainly there are, you know, it's different for everybody and what you're comfortable with and, you know, what your kinks are. Well, I think everybody likes to feel high levels of emotion, whether, so like, think about like a roller coaster. If you think about a roller coaster on a logical level, let's strap into this machine and let it spin spin us side to side and fling us upside down and go in twirly things. And somehow at the end of that, scare the hell out of us. And at the end, we're going to laugh. Mm, but not everyone likes roller coasters. I know that. Oh. I know. I know. But do you see what I mean? It's like when you think about it on a logical level or let, let's climb like the stratosphere in Vegas, you know, you're going to get in this thing and it's going to hang you over the side and scare the shit out of you. And nope. somehow you're going to be fun. Nope. So there's something, th- <laughs> I'm with you, right? there's something <laughs> thrilling about it. Right. Right. And maybe that's part of the spanking thing, that anticipation of the thrill. For sure. I'm, I agree with that 100%. So even though there mm-hmm. might, you know, there's moments of, oh my God, I can't believe it. I have to wear a butt plug or you're going to spank me. And there, but even though she knows she's safe, yes. there's that thrill of the unknown. Right. I would totally agree with that. Right? And I think any kind of, you know, it, it goes back to some of what we talked about with uh, the Dawn of Desire where, you know, that anticipation is such an aphrodisiac. So like when I went to this spanking, you know, uh, demonstration, you know, he was like, start with a toy, start with a toy, you know, start hmm. and, and you start, it, it, it's a very slow build. And when that, you say start with a toy, you mean start with a toy in her pussy or what was yeah, he saying? Yeah, start, yeah. Okay, so he's saying get her aroused before you spank her. Well, you can, or like in, in her case, you know, she gets aroused just from him rubbing her, you her know, butt. her butt and her back. You know, there are other areas. It doesn't always have to, the back of her thighs. It doesn't have to be you know, the inside of her thighs, mm-hmm. you know, brushing by. It, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, go right to the butt. <laughs> right. How long did he spank her? Um, 
it was probably about, I would say 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. And he didn't, you know, they didn't get full, full into it. He did get into cadence and, you know, like, so, cause some people really like a, a cadence where you, you know, you get actually into like a rhythm mm -hmm. and then other people don't. Um, but again, it's really just reading your partner and, and figuring out what turns your partner on. They, they talked about in the research that I did about that rhythmic nature that you were just talking mm -hmm. about getting into a rhythm, that it actually puts you into that subspace or, or erotic oh, trance or whatever. Yes. Because when you think about when somebody hypnotizes you, that's what they do. They use their voice in a very consistent tone and tempo in order to get you there. Yes. Right. And so the same thing is true if, if you know, so music is very often really mm -hmm. big. If you can find that rhythm of music, to like um, Rihanna does that song take over control yeah it's a perfect spanking song <laughs> yeah it really is because the rhythm is like with the floggers like boom boom mm -hmm. boom boom so yeah that's a really good spanking song so by the way if you want to tell your partner that <laughs> I'll send it to you on iTunes <laughs> I need to have a chit chat with my partner about the spanking because you could play the show for him he really doesn't know what he's doing you could play the show for him. Yeah. And maybe I don't I'll think, leave the flogger here for him. Well, you. here's the other thing. I don't think he has a real burning desire to spank. Like, I think he knows I'm curious about it, but I really don't think it's a turn on him. And you have to keep in mind, he's into the whole primal thing. So, like, spanking is not his deal. It's not going to be his bag. Well, but, but you say that, but think about what you said a little bit earlier. About, about the animals. About the animals. Yeah. I th maybe he's scared of it because he's in that nice guy syndrome. That you don't hit women. Well, and he, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so, but if you can, ex and, and um, if you can explain that it's a, it, it's not, it's almost like permit, it's not, vi there's a difference between violence against women and erotic play. Well, and it doesn't even have to hurt. You don't have to leave marks on someone to give a spanking. Right. You know, I think there's this misconception that it, it has to be painful. Or it has to be, you know, you got to leave welts on somebody's rear end, you know. Right. It doesn't have to be that way. No, I think you, I think you start off small. And, you know, I know that when my partner and I first started in that spanking kind of erotic play, um, it was, it, it's been, you know, it was, it was a buildup. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it was, it was. It, let's say what I mean by build up is I mean like spanking number one was extremely light compared to spanking number one hundred. <laughs> yes, right. Of let's, to, to put it in perspective. Sure. But but I think you're right. I think that you know it, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's scared because of that whole nice guy syndrome. I'm sure. And 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 he is a very you know he's a very nonviolent you know person and he he's very gentle in bed mm -hmm. and very soft. You know there's mm -hmm. there's no pain when you know. Well, and I, I you know it's it, endorphins like your body's wired to get away from pain. Like that's the first thing your body's wired to do. Mm -hmm. But if you, if the pain continues, your body releases pleasure endorphins because it's, it's designed to make you not hurt. Absolutely. So the orgasms that come from, and, and your friend, when we have your friends on the show, yes. I'll bet you, they tell you that the orgasms are like, Pah! yes, because I know that's been my experience. Really? Yeah. I've had orgasms getting spanked before and they are so intense because think so like we talked about all that blood flow is there now all those endorphins are there and you're in this really rhythmic the way to mm -hmm. I, the, the way to best describe subspace for me mm -hmm. is you get out of your head and into your body oh wow and so i spend a lot of times up in my head me and too. so me too um i can remember in the very early years the very first time i ever played in this um afterwards i was super quiet and mm -hmm. my partner said to me where are you 
and it was, and just out of my mouth, it flew, I'm in my body. And it was like the first time I'd ever really truly sank into my body and got out of my head. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really, and so when you go in that space and you can get in that space, the orgasms are unbelievably intense because you, you aren't thinking about them. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And they come, oh, and I would they, love from my to. experience, they come out of nowhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I don't even know I'm going to have an orgasm until I'm having an orgasm. Wow. Yeah. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah. So do you, do you like to be spanked every single time or no, no, no right. But, you sometimes, be, but sometimes I crave it for sometimes sure. You there's crave a, there's it. a reset involved in it for like when she, when, when I was reading that research, when I was listening to that research and reading it, there is, there's something about that reset that, um, a re okay. reset meaning. So it's funny, like if you've ever, this is going to sound so bad, okay? If you've ever had a dog and you've had to submit the dog, turn the dog on its back and explain you're in charge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you ever notice that dog is really well behaved afterwards? Like super happy and behaved? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like that or like, and I don't advocate spanking oh, children. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's so like, it's a reset in your brain. It's just being like you're I get it. It's that power thing you were talking about. And yeah. it's kind of relinquishing your power. And and just for a little while. And it's also letting go of that, like whatever emotions you've been having or if you've been holding resentments or whatever, it just, if, if you make the decision to go in that space and allow yourself to feel whatever you're going to feel, whatever emotions come up, just allow them to flow. Mm -hmm. It really does, to me anyway, feel like like a release. So mm -hmm. sometimes I crave a spanking. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, hey, today, today's the day. For sure. You know, I don't care if you're in the mood or not. Today's the day. I wonder, so this is like, I feel like this is something on my, on my, um, on my list, like up there with the Yoni massage. I, and I, I don't know, is it possible to be spanked by someone without being involved with them? I'm Polly. Are you asking me that question seriously? You're right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm a, I'm a swinger turned Polly. Really? I mean, are there professional spankers? That's a question I don't know. I'll Google it. And if there are, I'll link them in the show notes. I bet you, I bet you could see a pro dom and do it. So I, there has to be a professional. There has to be. But, it, you know, it's like the yoni massage. You, didn't, you, you're, you don't think you're into women, but you allowed yourself to go in that space with, with Eva and you had a wonderful time. That might be fun. I'm just saying. It might be fun to try. You know, and then it, and then it, it at least gives you some parameters <laughs> of freedom. Yeah, because I don't know what I like or what I don't like. So maybe a pro is a good idea, seriously, yes. to try it out. And then because they already know the rules, they already know not to go too far. They already know to watch your body. They already have kind of their rule book. Of I what wonder to do and what if not I to. should bring my partner or leave him at home. I would leave it him. Might, at, he might learn something. Though. I would, at the first, if it's me, if you're yeah. out, in my opinion, I would leave him at home the first time <laughs> yeah. so that you have the opportunity to just be you. Okay. Not worrying about what he's looking at, what he's seeing, what he's seeing. But it like, might also be kind of a turn on. Well, I, I agree, but you can, don't mean you just have to go one time. Well, that's true. But if you go the first time and you just allow yourself to just be Monica in that space. Yeah. And figure out what I would Monica not, likes. I would not have wanted him there for the Yoni massage. <laughs> you know, like I, because of what you're describing, I needed to just be completely okay with, you know, and if I didn't, if I wanted to punch out in five minutes and be like, nope, can't do it. Then I wanted to be able to do that and not feel like I was letting other people down. I think that's the same reason why you, if you're going to do it, yeah, because I may it, hate right? it. You, you might. You know, right? Because we were all spanked as children, right? And so I don't know that it could trigger something. You know, you don't know. You just yeah, and that's that's a good point. That's why I really think. If yeah, you're it could do be it, a for some people. It turns into a big turn on because I, they were spanked. It's what you would call bonus. Your bonus bonus package. package. Yeah. Bonus package. I mean, that's an actual psychological thing, right? You know, where you. Um, spankings were validation they were attention you know whatever and and they become 
your brain becomes wired for that. And then later in life, I really you know. love what you just said. Spankings were validation and attention. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you weren't paid attention to, but then you were. When you got spanked. When you got spanked, right. at least there was some attention there. Yes. That's a very, very strong point. Yeah. yeah. Or I think too, for some um, people who grew up in very abusive, physically abusive when they were kids, that's the only way they were getting affection. It's, yes. Or you know, yeah. That was the only way they were being touched. So you can see how your brain would wire Right. You know, you're just wired right. for that. So later in life, and then there's all that shame that associates with that. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Which is what we're doing here is unshaming that because if you, mm-hmm. if you, whether you were spanked as a kid or not, whether you were abused as a kid or not, whether you turned you on or not, either one, any of that's okay. Any of it. Any of it is okay. Exactly. And that's, that's the kind of the mission of the show. But that's why sure. it's so important to talk to your partner yeah. and check in with your partner because of triggers and what they like and what they don't like you know yeah well it's like it's, it's like when we've talked about it before some men think that if you if you touch their ass and they like it they're gay <laughs> right <laughs> and that's not true yeah or it's not real the whole bit we say yeah but yeah um you know but if you if you if you want to be pegged if you want to have that power exchange with your partner if you want any of that it, it, as long as you're in a safe place with your partner to yeah. ask for it yeah you know and if you're the partner and somebody asks you for this the most important thing that you can do is say okay and be open. Just be open to it. It yes. doesn't have to be your thing. Or ask questions. Yeah. You know, or go and educate yourself before you come back and have a conversation. But try not to shame your partner. Right. And that's that, a terrible feeling. That brings up something that we talked about on the um, My Still Have Virgin Bottom show that I want to just kind of revisit in case they haven't heard that show is when you asked that one partner for a spanking and he didn't say anything, he didn't say to you, hey, I'm researching it or I'm looking at it or whatever, <laughs> that can feel like a rejection by not saying anything. It absolutely did. And then you, you do feel shame. Like, I, you know, what is this person thinking of me? I can't believe I asked for this. Now does he think I'm a weirdo? Exactly. You know, there's all this crap that's so just, floating around in your head. So the best thing you can say is, okay, we can try that. I don't know anything about it. Yes. Let me do some research. Yeah. And then so at some point say, I'm still researching. Or go back and say, you know what? I, I'm really not into it. Yeah. I'm not that into it. Can he we... did come back and say, I'm just, mm, yeah, it's not my thing. See, and, I, and that's okay. Okay. And I, I get it, but I object to it. I know you do. Right. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if, if we're in a relationship and you tell me you want, if you want to run around in a diaper and a tiara, I'm going to go look for a tiara. Right. Simply because... It, it just, it, even if I'm not into it, let me try it. Let's just try it. I, and I think that says a lot about you and your relationships, but, but I, w- I was able to, like, if he asked me to, um, I'm just trying to think of something that I know I, I probably wouldn't like, um, to poop on you. Oh yeah. That's, a good one. that's, a, that's way better than what I was thinking. <laughs> Like that is a hard no. no. <laughs> that's true. After I said all of that, that's a hard no for me too. I would just, nope. Nope. So, you know, it, uh, you know, if, it, if it's a hard limit, it's a hard limit. So if it's yeah, really not true. a turn off for him, I mean, it's spanking. It doesn't seem like it would be, but maybe, maybe he was, maybe, maybe he's he got, got some trauma you don't know about. Right. Maybe he got really in big trouble for hitting some, in kindergarten. Maybe he got a beating from his dad for smacking a girl on the playground and it was just ingrained in his head. You don't 100% hit, true. you know, yeah. like you don't hit a woman. So yeah, you just don't know. But I think that goes back to, to kind of tie all this up where we started with gender roles and the idea that whether you're the spanker or the spanky, violence is never okay, but erotic pleasure is erotic pleasure. Absolutely. And that's, there's a difference there. 
Yeah. All right, Miss Monica. So as we get out of here today, and I grab my flogger. <laughs> oh, God, don't you keep that thing away from me. <laughs> it is very pretty. It is pretty, isn't it? Yeah. I really like it. It's, it's a nice one. I'll post a picture of it in our show notes. Oh, you should. Yeah, because it is very pretty. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. So I guess stay sexy and spank Monica. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spank Monica. What? Don't, what is, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs>